I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today we watched an Oswald the Lucky Rabbit cartoon from 1928, specifically Oh, What a Night. Um, Who wants to do a brief spoiler-free plot synopsis of it? I'll do it. (laughs) So uh, Oswald is is riding a a donkey, singing some songs, um, and then they come across a castle and there is a princess or or some girl in the castle uh that oswald immediately tries to start flirting with she seems receptive but also terrified because she's indicating there's someone else in the castle turns out it's pete old old peg leg pete um who's all done up in night gear and is not about them flirting um and so the most of the rest of the cartoon is oswald fighting pete and kissing Hortensia is the name of the girl, um, and and trying to rescue her, and that's the short. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. What did we think of this? It was cute. It was, it was cute. cute. Yeah. Uh, this is. Um, I've watched all the Oswald cartoons that are are currently available to watch. There's a lot of them that were unfortunately lost to time. Um, that are just. Not available at all, um, but but yeah, this is definitely one of one of the best ones. I think it's probably one of the most iconic ones um, that people think of who have watched these these shorts. Yeah, I think I think it's a cute little thing. It's it's simple, but it's fun, and I think Oswald has a cute little personality, which helps helps really make it more than it would be if he was kind of more of a blank slate. He likes kissing. He does. He does like kissing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk uh, some fun facts here. Um, in 1927, because of the cost and technical restrictions, Disney and his chief animator, Ubi Works, decided to end their work on the Alice comedies and Julius the Cat, who, as the Alice comedies went on, kind of became even more of a central character than Alice, as we saw in the last one of those that we watched. Uh, Around the same time, Charles Mintz got word that Universal Pictures wanted to get into the cartoon business, so he told Disney to create a new character that he could sell to Universal. After Oswald was created, Winkler signed a contract with Universal in March 1927 that would guarantee 27 Oswald the Lucky Rabbit cartoons. Uh, The first Oswald cartoon, Poor Papa, was rejected by the Universal Studio heads for its poor production quality and the sloppiness and age of Oswald. Disney, together with Ewerks, decided to create a second cartoon titled Trolley Troubles, featuring a much younger, neater Oswald. The short, released in September 1927, officially launched the series and proved to be Universal's greatest success to date. Oswald the Lucky Rabbit became Universal's first major hit in 1927, rivaling other popular cartoon characters such as Felix the Cat and Coco the Clown. Um, the Poor Papa short that they made was eventually released in, I think, 1928 as just, like, another part of the series. With uh, Oswald, Disney really wanted to explore the concept of personality animation, in which cartoon characters were defined as individuals through their movements, mannerisms, and acting instead of simply their design. Uh, Around this period, he had expressed, I want the characters to be somebody. I don't want them to just be a drawing. 
Uh, In regard to Oswald's general personality, Disney historian David Gerstein described the difference between Mickey and Oswald. Imagine Mickey if he were a little more egotistical or fallible, or imagine Bugs Bunny if he talked the talk but wasn't as good at walking the walk. Um, Which I think is, I think this is fairly accurate. Like he's, he's clearly cockier than uh, Mickey, even in Mickey's earlier days. Um, And he, but he's not on a Bugs Bunny level of like, smooth sailing you know he's he's definitely imperfect um in yeah. order yeah yeah right yeah yeah i was just gonna say especially like after each time he would do something like de- you know defeat pete or foil pete he'd go back and kind of like brag and then get in his kisses <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> see i'm so great kiss 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 exactly <laughs> um in order to make his oswald cartoons look real Disney turned away from the styles of Felix the Cat, Coco the Clown, Crazy Cat, and Julius the Cat, and began emulating the camera angles, effects, and editing of live-action films to learn how to base gags on personality and how to build comic routines rather than heaping one gag after another. He studied Laurel and Hardy, Harold Lloyd, Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton. Uh, In order to show to stir emotion in an audience, he studied and scrutinized the shadow effects, cross-cutting, and staging of action in films uh, featuring Douglas Fairbanks and Lon Chaney. Um, and yeah, we like saw some of how he used uh, the lighting and the shadows once Oswald was in the castle and stuff. Um, yeah, I think this, I think the there's a pretty clear difference between the last Alice short we watched and this one just in terms of the, the craft of it, like the attention to things like camera angles and and everything else. Oh, and mom, you you were wondering why a rabbit. Um, I didn't see any particular reason why it was specifically a rabbit, but it was specific. He is specifically not a cat because there's too many cats already in in, in mm, yes. animation at that point. Yes. Felix, Crazy Cat, um, and even their own Julius the Cat. So he's like, let's do not a cat. <laughs> Which, yeah. Yeah. Good choice. Okay. And yeah, I just wonder is is it interesting because. Mickey Mouse, you know, now just just knowing that this is the precursor to Mickey Mouse, um, the big ears in Mickey are just so so much cuter the the big round ears than than this than the rabbit. But I can see his little face and even some of his little expressions very Mickey like. Yeah, he's me. he's definitely physically a precursor to Mickey. Even especially at this point, his design is obviously a little a little rougher in some of the earlier cartoons. But at this point, he's very honed into the design that that he would have under Disney, um, which he honestly doesn't have for a whole lot longer because this is not too terribly far from the last short. What do you guys think of Oswald, Hortensia, and Pete, our main characters here? Hortensia, there was, in the early Oswald shorts, there was actually a a bunny love interest, which for some reason uh, ended up being replaced by, I think she's a cat, Hortensia, um, who then became basically the mini to Oswald's Mickey. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was cute. Some interesting things, um, like with the crocodiles at the beginning, and and then then it snipping off. That was a little bit um, icky uh, with snipping off the donkey's tail. But then it was so funny that the donkey just reaching back and then pulling out his tail and making a new one. Yeah. And laughing at the alligator. And then um, tying the string to the donkey's tail and then letting it like 
curvy, almost like wobble. little hills, like yeah. wobble up to the balcony where she was and then walking up that. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, on on that scene, I actually liked the perspective of that that angle that they shot where he like threw a lasso up to it. Yeah. Um that was definitely felt new compared to all the other things that we've been watching. Yeah, cuz a lot of the earlier stuff has been a very kind of flat plane. Mm-hmm. Um the only one that I feel like's really messed with that at all is um some of the out of the Inkwell cartoons. Right. But yeah, especially the Alice ones that we've been watching. Yeah, very flat. Yeah. It's very just left to right. Yeah, and I think some of that simplification of getting her in there, but but yeah, like that that angle was very striking and, and new. And so your your note about him studying studying film and stuff that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, like it it clearly makes a difference to to have that. Um, I think at this point with who's actually doing the animating, I think a lot of it is is Ubi Works in particular. I think Walt is still also helping with animation at this point, but eventually he he stops being an animator and is basically just the one telling people what to animate. Mm. Um, I, I also found interesting and the the concept and and as well as just the how silly it was um, when he was fighting with Pete and casting shadows. And then he, then he walked, then he snuck away and let his shadow keep fighting Pete and Pete didn't seem to notice. Yes. And, the, and the shadow seemed to the be The funny to thing about it is that Pete keeps fighting the shadow, like lets Oswald walk away. It's not like Oswald's hiding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he wasn't, he, he, he when I say sneak away, I mean, he, he was, seemingly kind of sinking but yeah, oh sure but i mean he's open. clearly right yeah, there yeah yeah, yeah yeah and yeah and i love too how you you can supposedly split from your shadow and, <laughs> and yeah, just go I mean... um there was well two things it was interesting how he contorted his body and made the the notes come like move up his body and out his mouth and and project <laughs> projectile a long yeah. way way to reach her up in the balcony that was interesting i like i loved her doing the kiss and then crunching it up and like winding up a toss and then yes. chucking it at him yes mm-hmm. yes that was cute and then but i didn't like at one point where he took off his head uh, that was not that was <laughs> you right. mean when uh pete was charging him yes yeah yes. yeah his, his head and body just separate so that he can move around pete yeah yeah, yeah. Not a fan of that. <laughs> I, I I like I, all of his little things where he went over and kissed her while he was fighting Pete were, were pretty cute. But my favorite is when he like he walks up, kisses her, then starts to walk up and around her on the wall, yeah. still kissing her the whole time. <laughs> and it's like part of it is just the amusing way that that is even described. But like the the smoothness of of that whole movement really sells it. And it's very it's cute. Yeah. I don't know how he got this thick chain off of her. You know, <laughs> you know, his hands were just kind of covering it. It was just kind of obscured. And we just kind of let that happen. Yeah. <laughs> and then I liked how he used the chain and the and the ball as a bowling ball to knock Pete and his yeah. guards. Very early yeah. bowling ball joke. Yeah. And, and then I, I, the only other thing that I wasn't a fan of is when um, they flew out the window and... Her dress went up, but then at one point he pulled down her pants, which was, was kind of... <laughs> I mean, I don't think he was trying. No, He was no, just no. falling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, and then he two. like... That was the second pants, pantsing joke. Yeah, because he oh, dropped yeah. his own he pants earlier by accident. Pants. 
Yeah. Uh, but then he like swims through the air, and then I like how he's just like sitting on her dress as as yes. like floats down. Yeah, and they're just kissing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did a lot of kissing. Those those like. kids are fine. <laughs> yeah, lots of kissing. Yeah, it's it's a it's a silly and cute little cartoon. Like it's not like one of the best cartoons ever, but it's so much more competent than anything we saw with the Alice comedies. And it's it's a much clearer sign of why Disney ends up becoming like such an animation giant. Because you watch those those Alice ones and you're like, I mean, these are fine, but it feels like Felix and uh, Coco are doing it better. Yeah. <laughs> um, but at this point, it, he's finally starting to like get on that level, and it and it's only it only gets better from here. Dis- Disney animation is good. It certainly isn't the best animation that exists, but the reason it becomes so popular certainly is starting to take shape. I think. We mentioned Shadow before, but I was really impressed. Two two areas. One, when he dropped his pants when he was still outside um, trying to uh, serenade her. Um, then he started like blushing and, yeah. and the use of shadows to look like he's blushing because this is all in black and white right. um, was, was really good. And then the, again, the shadow when he's like his shadow is fighting Pete and doing different things, up, up, you know, um, when he is up in the tower. So yeah, really, really good use of shadow and color, you know, contrast. Yeah. yeah, the use of the shadow of shadows just really makes the inside feel like the inside rather than just an extension of the outside. Like that, the lighting is at all different. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you guys have any other story, characters, animation type notes? Uh, the donkey at the beginning, mm-hmm. there was like. They were he, like the donkey was doing a little dance or something. I forget kind of the evolution of how he started to move, but at some point he like felt like a ballerina. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the donkey was very cute. Yeah, I the donkey's fun, and I kind of feel like he's something of a precursor to Horace Horse Collar, and oh, that okay. he's kind of like he's. I was going to say he's goofy, like but... he's like a of who. Goofy, but I can see more Horace. In, yeah, in I would goofy. say more Horace because because Horace also starts off like as more of just a horse, and then anthropomorphizes to where he's standing on two legs eventually. Uh, but he has kind of that. The donkey has a bit of an attitude, you know, especially mm-hmm. the point at which his tail is ripped off. But then he like pulls out the new one, and then like is blowing a raspberry at the crocodile. Feels very of the sort of personality that Horace would eventually have. And interestingly, Horace himself, personality-wise, is also kind of just a precursor to Donald, who is like the the uh, epitome of that kind of surly, grumpy attitude, or that just <laughs> having an attitude. I wouldn't describe this donkey as surly, uh, but, it, but it, it definitely has an attitude um yeah because at one point it's laughing at um at felix no yeah yeah exactly after i think it's as also i think it's after oswald's pants fall down and he pulls them back up and then we cut and see the donkey is just laughing at him Mm -hmm. oh another thing and i'm not sure what this was supposed to be but that but they had it be dark like ink was after uh oswald used the um the ball and chain that she was she was captured with uh-huh. um, to knock down Pete and his comrades. Um, then he also spit like Adam or something. And Do you want like me to tell you what that almost certainly was? 
Oh. Chewing tobacco. Ew, yuck. Okay, sure. Yeah. Because it was dark, I noticed that. Uh-huh, that's why I'm pretty sure that's chewing tobacco. Yuck, okay. I'm, unfortunately, that's not like a, a, that doesn't have a heavy presence in Disney cartoons or anything, but I remember at least up to a, uh, uh, in color Mickey short featuring like all the Mickey cast, including Goofy, there's a part where Goofy is like chewing, chewing tobacco and using it to help him fish, um, which is gross. Ew, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's, uh, yeah, it's just a thing that Walt apparently finds funny. <laughs> hmm, okay. Uh, I also like the crocodile designs. They're yeah. very cute. Yeah. They don't have like sharp teeth. They have very flat teeth, but just a lot of them. Yeah, they're yeah. just little eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go into the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? Um, Their pants didn't hold it very well. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, I mean, decently. Like, obviously, the the story is about a damsel in distress. So there's that. But that's not inherently a bad story. It's mostly bad because that's so overdone to the point that, like, ladies never have agency. Um, But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a... It's... It's a cute little short. Stuff holds up fairly well. I think some of the things that maybe hold up the least is still some of the ways in which cartoons are hurt that is still feels a little shocking today, especially the tail being pulled off. Because it's like, it's being pulled by a crocodile, and then it literally zooms in to show it's like a rope fraying. And you're like, that's like a physical, like, blood and, and like muscle and stuff (laughs) you can't just pull that off like it's a rope um which i mean it's a cartoon but it's still it feel it feels a little bad yeah and the head coming off felt a little bad to me that Um, one was very quick though at least yeah yeah and oswald was a little bit too forward to me at the beginning with the kisses i feel like on the balcony i feel like it was I, i i didn't feel that it that there was enough consent before the first kisses happen yeah like she clearly seems interested in him at first but when he gets up there she's not acting interested because she's too busy being scared and we don't like know why yet but oswald isn't paying attention to that and just kisses her anyways and then like she seems like surprised when he does it but then afterwards she's like she like clearly likes it but it's like yeah this wasn't the moment man (laughs) yeah 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 there's also the history of them being paired up in other cartoons. So like maybe if we see certainly we yeah. those before we'd be like, Oh, this is, yeah. Like they like each other, whatever iteration. Yeah, They're the Mickey and Minnie. Like they're they're They smooch and they're together all the time. Like that's just, if she's there, she's the love interest. Yeah. Which is, you know, unfortunate in its own right. Um, one of the, the great strengths of the uh, Mickey Mouse cartoons that started in 2013 um, is that there's a couple of them that are specifically Minnie Mouse cartoons. And it's like, good, she deserves it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah, Hortensia, she's a cute little character, but she's... I mean, she's just a love interest. That's really all she is. I, the the most endearing part about her is probably just like her little smiles. Um, yeah, yeah, or they're adorable. And the her throwing the kiss. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I loved mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, she also feels very short. Her and Oswald both feel shorter than I feel like Mickey and Minnie eventually feel, but maybe that's just me. Yeah. I think it's they feel squatter. 
I don't know. Mickey's like a little bit bonier. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Hmm. Um. Yeah, but I th- I think that's the only thing. Yeah, I mean it it holds hold up, up decently. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, I mean you know another way in which it might not hold up to modern audiences is that there is not synchronized sound, but that's just what this era is that hasn't ha- that hasn't happened yet well it's 1928 when this comes out so i think actually one or two of the first instance instances of that happening has happened but it hasn't been popularized yet by steamboat willie so okay uh, but yeah i think it, i think overall it holds up pretty well like it's a cute little cartoon yeah what was your least favorite moment in the cartoon and, uh, I mean, I, we can probably agree that it's the donkey's tail being ripped off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was worse than the head coming off. Yeah, that was just, it's off-putting. Uh, what was your favorite moment in here? There's a lot of cute I little moments. I think what yours might be, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying um, to decide. Oh, Lee's favorite also could have been when the her pants got pulled down, too. Like, yeah. Both of the, the pantsing jokes I wasn't a fan of. I, I don't know, yeah. I'm fine with pantsing jokes sometimes. I, I It's like, you know... Fart jokes can be overplayed and and not funny, but sometimes like there's there's a pretty funny little fart joke, and I don't know. I was fine with these pantsing jokes. I was more fine with the second one than the first one because at least he's like he's trying to just hold on and not fall, uh-huh. so it makes sense. Me defending pantsing jokes apparently. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hill I'm gonna die on. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess the the little characterization for. Hortensia of her like throwing the kiss. I think that's my second favorite, but I really love that. I think my favorite is the second. Uh, at, he he pulls down uh, oh, the little panel on uh, Pete's suit of armor and like stabs him in the butt. And the second time he does that, and then when he goes over and kisses her and runs on the wall, I just something uh, something about the fluidness of that animation and and his smile and her smile. It's just adorable. I love it. And then he goes back and Pete's out and he pokes him in the face. Yes. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, he kind of like runs into it and like his mouth kind of, his face kind of squishes to the side like it's being pushed by it. Yes. And then he moves back and it's like, ah. Huh. I do really like those. Um, gosh, I'm trying to decide. I, I think I'm just going to go with, because it was just such a neat little angle and it was just a, a cute, a, different than any of the other uh, scenes to get up somewhere that I've seen is when he tied the string to the donkey's tail mm. and, and lassoed the tower or the balcony and then and then made it all wavy and then walked up it. it he didn't even neat. walk up it. He just sits on it and it, like oh, and it just kind pushes of pushes him over that way, like a conveyor yeah, belt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who was your least favorite character? I, I mean, I think it's Pete in this one, honestly. He like served he's a perfectly fine villain, but he he's doesn't kind of just of he's just angry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he doesn't really get characterization, which he certainly does in some other shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, not really. He's just the bad guy. So yeah, I think I think Pete's my least favorite for this one. Sure. I'll agree with that. Yeah, I was just trying to it's a hard decision because everything was kinda of, was kind of cute, even the alligators were cute. Yeah. Um so yeah, I, I think I will also go with Pete. Or, or or his little nameless soldiers. I don't know. <laughs> his, those, they're like, I know, I know. They're just there to be oh, bowling yeah. pins. <laughs> I don't even know what if they were supposed to be like. Uh, who like knows? Non- they're living. They're, or I mean, I'm what? sure that they were supposed to be actual people. But okay. Who was your favorite character? I think I think it's for me at least definitely Oswald. He he's a he's a funny little quirky guy. Um, who's 
Yeah, he he has a big ego and like is very romantically inclined, but he's all like that little bit of like awkwardness and not being great at things all the time like makes it all work for me like how he fishes his accordion out of the river and then has it splash water all in his face and like you should have seen that coming but you didn't <laughs> or or the way after he pokes pete in the butt twice then he runs into the spear because he wasn't thinking about oh this situation probably won't last he'll probably escape the being stuck in the door yeah i don't know i i like oswald yeah, I think I'm I, I'm gonna go with Oswald too. I just think I think that yeah, just overall his his little cute quirkiness. Yeah, I wish uh, Hortensia had a lot a little bit more personality than she was uh, able to develop. Agreed, and I have good news for you. She does in the next short that I have planned. Um, okay. So yeah, because we didn't get to see more of her, I'll, I'll agree with Oswald. Um, yeah, let's overall consensus. Would we recommend it? And what do you what would you rate it? Yeah, I'd recommend this one. This was actually, you know, more fun than a lot of the ones that we've seen. And and it looked good. And the character designs were really cute. Like just the the simplicity of their eyes and faces made them more adorable than stuff that we've seen in the Alice comedies. I will give it a 2.5. I was thinking the same thing thing. I was thinking 2.5. Um, and I would also, I will go with the 2.5. I will also recommend it. And yeah, I liked, uh, along with what you said, Valerie, I, I do really like the, these are the first out of all of the, the cartoons, even Coco the Clown and all of them, that I actually like the little faces and shapes and things that are, they're, they're cute. Yeah, they're, they're know? entering yes. a design stage where you you find them really appealing. And even, even the alligators were cute. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and Pete was, I mean, he wasn't as cute, but Pete, you know, his design. Yeah, Pete hasn't fit into the Pete design yet, which isn't admittedly not a cute design, but is very, like, yeah. works for the character he hasn't fit into that yet and he won't until until mickey cartoons but i mean even the shape of his body and his head because some yeah. of the others that they would do in in the cartoons were just very off-putting and i oh one last thing i guess that i would like to say um why i really like is because they all were distinct instead of everyone mm. looking the same besides the soldiers yeah other yeah. than the soldiers all looking the which same, which was purposeful because yeah. they are just bowling pins yeah but the the donkey everyone looked very distinct yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend it. Yeah, this is a cute little short. I think I'd give it a 2.75. Like, this is this is a good little short. Um, the, the one that I'm going to have us watch next time, I think I like even better. But this is this is a cute one. Next time, going to do another Oswald short. And then we're going to move on to Mickey. Because I'm ready to get into Disney and uh, WB in the 30s. <laughs> Um, and, and some Fleischer, certainly. Got some Betty Boop stuff. So yeah, I'm ready to get to that. <laughs> so one more Oswald and then Mickey Mouse time. So join us then. Thank you all thank so you. much for joining us. Yes, Love thank you. Bye. Bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 279-0566. 
Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening! Thanks for listening!